Welcome to the Money Love Podcast. I'm your host and money coach, Paige Pritchard. If you're ready to uplevel your results in relationship with money, you're in the right place. Each week, I give you the tools to transform your mindset, manage your emotions, and achieve results with your money you never dreamed were possible. Hi, love. Welcome to episode 25 of the Money Love Podcast. And I just have to say, welcome to 2021. I know that it is kind of a cliche, but I really do love the fresh start that a new year brings. And I know that I always advocate with you guys that you absolutely don't have to start until a new year to ignite change in your life, but it absolutely does help when a new year rolls around because it really is just the perfect time to just say, I'm starting fresh and to really have a future focus about what you're wanting to achieve this year. One of my favorite things to teach on and to coach you guys on is goal setting and specifically goal setting for your finances. But I like to teach goal setting in a different way. I do not teach goal setting in the way that most of you have heard in the past, which is the SMART goals. I think the SMART analogy is fine, but I think when it comes to goal setting, there's so much more that goes into setting a goal, specifically from a mindset perspective that has to be talked about in order to truly successfully not only set but hit your goal. So what I want to talk to you about today in this episode is a concept called impossible goals. And really, it's the power of thinking big. And I specifically want to help you set an impossible money goal for 2021. And I am going to be at the end of the episode sharing my impossible money goal for 2021, which honestly, every time I think about it, it makes me a little queasy. And the fact that I'm going to be sharing it with thousands of you guys makes me even more queasy. But I'm going to be sharing it with you at the end of this episode because I want you to know that while I'm advocating for you to set an impossible money goal for yourself this year, I have also done the same for me. And I'm going to make sure I've made a commitment to myself to not only be honest with you guys about what that goal is, but also to keep you posted on the progress that I'm making towards the goal. So the concept and the practice of setting impossible goals is one of my favorites because in my opinion, it is truly how you stretch yourself and evolve yourself to achieve things that you never thought were possible. Through the process of setting and hitting impossible goals, you grow into a version of yourself that is unrecognizable in the best way. And it's all a byproduct of you going out and committing to this impossible goal. Throughout this past year, I think that one of the biggest lessons that I have learned through evolving myself and doing so much mindset work is that your success It's not so much determined by your intelligence level or your level of skill or talent, but it really is linked to the size of one's thinking. There is magic that happens when you think big. And let me tell you, I am thinking big in 2021. And I hope that you will join me and that we can think big together and that this year is going to be a year of us creating some incredible financial results. And I'll say this, this episode is going to be a little bit more mindset-based than tactical. And I do want to encourage you after you listen to this episode to go listen to episode four of the podcast, which is an episode all about how to set and hit financial goals. 
that episode is a lot more how-to in nature than what we're going to be discussing today. So you'll have the mindset you need laid out here in this episode, and then go listen to episode four just to really round out this entire goal-setting process. So I want to start with explaining what an impossible goal is, and it's pretty self-explanatory. An impossible goal is a goal that you want to achieve that seems impossible. It is a goal that is at about a 50% improvement of what you think you can actually do. So for example, if you have a goal this year, this is not a money goal, but let's just say you have a goal this year to lose 20 pounds, and that seems doable and realistic to you. You're like, yeah, I think within the span of 12 months, I can lose 20 pounds. That's the realistic goal. The impossible version of that goal would to be to lose 30 pounds because 30 pounds is 20 pounds times 150%, right? So it's taking that realistic goal and it's bumping it up by that 50%. If you have a goal to make $100,000 this year and that seems doable to you, that seems achievable, then the impossible version of that goal would to be to make $150,000. Again, upping up the realistic and the doable by 50%. And yes, the point of an impossible goal is for it to seem impossible at first. It's not supposed to feel doable. In fact, it is supposed to make you feel, like I said earlier, like you want to hurl. If you want to hurl when you set your impossible goal, then you know that you are absolutely on the right track. And so many of us think so small, and we only think in terms of what is possible. And when we only think about what's possible and what's realistic, we create futures that are based on our past. We create futures that are possible. And the way that we determine what is possible is by things that we've already done. And this is how most people live their lives. And it's why a lot of people's lives look pretty much the exact same for their entire lives. It's because they stop creating, they stop believing beyond their current capacity, and so they stop growing. We really want to start identifying with ourselves from our future. We want to start practicing believing in our impossible goal. And we really want to generate that vision and that excitement and that emotion that comes from thinking in a way that is beyond our current capacity, thinking in terms of impossibility. Because what is impossible now will be possible later. And when we think in that way, it expands our vision and it requires us to think in a much bigger way. Now, I want to make this clear. We are only going to have one impossible money goal this year. Not two, not three, not five, just one. And so I want you to think about what that is for you. Is it a certain level of income? Is it starting a business? Is it paying off a certain amount of debt? Is it building up a certain amount of savings? Is it negotiating a certain amount of raise at your full-time job? I want you to pick what your goal is, and then I want you to pick a number that seems doable, okay? Like if you were just setting the goal, what would that number be? And then like I said, what we're going to do to make this an impossible goal is we're going to take that doable number and we're going to increase it by 50%. That's how you're going to come up with your impossible money goal for 2021. So before we actually kind of hop into the meat of this episode, I just want to spend a little bit of time explaining why it's beneficial to you and to your brain to have and set goals. 
a lot of you that I talk to, you avoid the goal setting process because you think it's unnecessary, you think it's fluff, you think it's silly. But in reality, your brain likes goals. Your brain loves goals. And there are so many positive net benefits of setting goals. The first is that goal setting comes from the human part of your brain, your prefrontal cortex. And on this podcast, I talk a lot about your survival caveman lizard brain, right? That is the part of your brain that is always seeking pleasure. It's always going to default to what feels good, what's comfortable, what's familiar, what's safe. And so it's going to default to the sugar and the overspending and the binging on Netflix or social media and the overeating and the overdrinking. And if you don't have a goal, then in the moment when you are presented with the opportunity to indulge in that pleasure, you will always make that choice. Without a goal, you will hardly ever choose the thing that serves you most in the future. You are always going to choose what's immediately more pleasurable, and often those things have a negative consequence. Also, without goals and without impossible goals, you're simply, like I said, just going to live a life of rinse and repeat. You're just going to create more of your past, which is not what we want, at least for those of us who want to live a life of growth and evolvement and expansion. We want to learn from our past, absolutely, but we also want to grow from it and evolve from it. And so goals give us a focus and a reason to move forward and not just be repeating our past over and over. I want you to think about it this way. It's kind of like you're driving on a road and you're headed somewhere. If you're heading to a destination that you've been before, your brain is always going to want to take the road that it knows that's going to get you there, right? Instead of a different route. If someone was like, hey, there's actually a different route that you could take to get to this destination. You probably wouldn't take it if you've already taken a route that you know gets you there. The different route, though, it might be better. It might be faster. It might be more scenic. There might be a lot more benefits to it, but your brain would never take the new route if it already knows a different way that's going to get you there. So you just want to be aware of the fact and know that the way to break through from repeating your past is to set a goal from your future self, which is what your impossible goal is going to be. And the last main benefit of setting goals is that when you have a goal, you get taken out of consumption mode and you go into creation mode, which is where we want to spend the majority of our time. And I'm not saying that consuming isn't bad. I do a lot of consuming, but what I believe is that you need to give equal airtime to both. You need to spend just as much time creating and in action to complete your goal as you do in consumption mode passive action, right? Reading books, listening to podcasts. It's great to do all those things. Trust me, I love doing those things, but you need to spend just as much time in creation mode in massive action as you do in passive action. And your goal is going to motivate you to come out of that consumption mode and go into creation mode. So now we know what an impossible money goal is, and we know the benefit to having one. But let's talk about actually going in and achieving it because The question really becomes, how do we bridge that gap between this impossible goal that we have for ourselves and our immediate reality that we're in today? And I have to start this process of talking about belief, the level of belief that you have in your impossible goal. 
The level of belief that you have in your impossible goal is going to determine how successful you are at actually hitting it. The belief in your goal is the fuel that drives you to actually create it. I believe in my heart of hearts, in my bones, that this is true. So remember, you have to keep the model in mind always. The model is always at work in your life. The CTFAR, the circumstances, thoughts, feelings, actions, and results, right? So just a quick recap. The model is we have the black and white circumstances. Our human brains are going to have thoughts about those circumstances. Those thoughts are going to create our emotions within us. Our emotions drive our actions and our actions create our results. And so most people, when going out and trying to hit a goal, they are so focused on the actions that they need to take, but their belief is crap or it's just non-existent. And so they go into hitting this goal, not even realizing that actually it's the belief in the goal that is going to drive all of the actions that they take. They try to go out and take actions from a place of disbelief, from a place of self-doubt, from a place of confusion and overwhelm. And all that does is lead to a lot of inaction. So the belief has to be there. I want to make sure that this is very clear to you. Your result that you're going to go out and create depends on what's going on in the thought line of your model, your mind, your thoughts. And the depth of your belief is what creates what goes in that R line. Your thinking, your belief is the catalyst that kicks everything off. It's what's going to create the emotions, which is going to drive the actions that you take towards accomplishing the goal. And the size of what you can put in that R line is directly correlated and determined by the size of your belief. You can believe that any outcome is possible. And I want you to know that, okay? There is no belief police. Sometimes I hear from you guys and you're like, I can't believe that. No, like no way that's not possible. That's not realistic. But listen, in this community, we don't strive to be realistic because honestly, realistic is average. Realistic is ordinary. It's been there. It's done that. And so why not just believe that the impossible is possible? Who cares if it's not realistic? I don't want to live a realistic life. I don't know about you, but I don't want to live a life that is just realistic according to society's standards of what's realistic and average. I don't want to just create realistic financial results in my life. And I don't want you to settle for the same either. So I need you to hear me on this. You cannot set this impossible goal with the notion of, okay, Like, I'll just go out and give it a try. I don't really think that this is going to work, but all right, I'll try. I'll see what happens. That type of wishy-washy belief will absolutely produce failure to hit your goal because disbelief is negative power. When the mind disbelieves or it doubts, then the mind is going to attract reasons and evidence to support the disbelief. If you're like, well, maybe I will, maybe I won't then every time you are presented with evidence on why you're not going to hit the goal, on why you can't make it happen, then your brain is going to constantly be scanning for that evidence and just always be like, see, see, there it is. Told you so. There's no way we can make this happen. Belief is the thermostat for what we accomplish in life. I actually just started reading the book, The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz. 
And I just want to read you a short excerpt from this because, you know, he talks about belief a lot. This is how he starts off the book. He's talking about a man, but I'm going to go ahead and just change it to a woman, okay? So he says, she believes she is worth little, so she receives little. She believes that she can't do big things, so she doesn't. She believes she is unimportant, so everything she does has an unimportant mark. As time goes by, lack of belief in herself shows through the way that she walks, talks, and acts. Unless she readjusts her thermostat forward, she shrinks, grows smaller and smaller in her own estimation. And since others see in us what we see in ourselves, she grows smaller in the estimation of people around her. So belief is so key. And I do want to address one more thing on the belief topic, because this is something that I also hear a lot from you guys, is that you don't want to fully believe that achieving your impossible goal is possible for you because you're scared of what's going to happen if you don't hit it. I hear all the time, but what if I don't hit it? I don't want to be disappointed. I don't want to be embarrassed that I didn't make it happen. And listen, I get it, but it's part of the game. To believe in the outcome of something so strongly and then not have it happen is disappointing, no doubt. But I think what you guys are forgetting is that the disappointment is going to be a part of the game either way. You're going to be disappointed if you set and don't hit your impossible goal, but you're also going to be disappointed if you play it safe, if you stay small. If you just repeat and create more of your past and you aren't evolving into your full financial potential, that honestly is incredibly disappointing as well. So my argument is don't be afraid about what's going to happen if you don't hit the goal. If you don't hit the goal, you're going to be disappointed either way, right? So you might as well choose the disappointment that is going to propel you forward instead of choosing the disappointment of staying exactly where you are and not living the life that you know that you're capable of. Personally, I don't know about you, but personally, I would much rather experience the disappointment of knowing that I gave it my all and I had an unshakable belief in the outcome of my impossible goal and I wasn't able to make it happen than the disappointment of just not trying or even the disappointment of setting a wimpy goal that I knew that I could achieve. So don't hold yourself back in your impossible goal because you're afraid of the backlash of not accomplishing it. I want you just to believe in it anyways. There is no downside to just having a full belief in your impossible goal. So believe. You have to believe that it can happen or else it will absolutely not happen. Now, I want to talk about the how-to for a little bit. Again, I'm not going to give a full breakdown here. That is more in episode four. But the amazing thing about kind of piggybacking on the belief topic is that having a strong belief in your impossible goal is going to propel you into action. The how to do it always comes to the person who believes that she can do it because a strong belief is going to trigger your mind to figure out the ways and the means of how to do it. Belief is going to trigger the power to do. So in the beginning, I don't want you to be too hung up on the math of things, okay? So here's what I mean by that. Let's say that your goal this year is to entirely pay off your consumer debt. I think it's important to understand that you can believe in your goal of paying off your debt and know that it's going to happen 
But if that's all you focus on, it's going to seem too big and too daunting in the today. And so being able to live and kind of straddle those two concepts is super important. So how do we focus in the here and now, but still generate that impossible goal for ourselves? All impossible goals are created on a pile of failures. And you have to set each day up with a willingness to fail. You have to say, like, today I'm going to go stick to my spending protocol, or I'm going to go out and I'm going to apply for two new side hustles that I can pick up to generate more income. And you may fail, and you have to be willing to fail. But I want you to know that you're not going to fail in the taking of action, but you might fail in the result that you want to create, right? So For example, you can go out and look for opportunities and submit your applications or network or whatever it looks like for you. But that doesn't mean that the result of actually being hired is guaranteed from taking those actions. But you have to look at the actions that you're taking as the success rather than the result that they create as the success. I really want to make sure that you get this. Your results are going to be compounded. That's why I said in the beginning, don't focus on the logical math. I don't think it's good sometimes to think of money goals in terms of this is what I need to do every single month. The logical thing to do is to take the amount that you need to hit the goal and then divide it by the amount of time that you have to get there. And that becomes your monthly number that needs to be going towards your goal every month, going towards your debt, your savings, bringing in a certain amount of revenue. But what a lot of people fail to realize is the power of the compound effect. The revenue from my business in January is not going to be what it's going to be a year from now in December, right? So I am not taking my 2021 business revenue goal and dividing it by 12 and saying, okay, this is what I need to bring in every single month. Because if I did that truly, (laughs) that number is terrifying. I look at that number right now today in the beginning of January, and I'm like, there's no way. There's no way I can create that much revenue this month. So instead, what I'm doing is, yes, I have a goal that I want to achieve throughout the entire year, but I'm ramping up the revenue that I'm going to be earning every single month. My revenue goal for January is not going to be the same as my revenue goal for December because, again... I'm taking into account momentum. I'm taking into account the compound effect. And if you have an impossible money goal that is going to ride on momentum, I want you to keep that in mind when you're figuring out the progress that you need to be making towards that goal every single month. If you are telling yourself right out of the gate that you have to have a lot of evidence that this goal is going to happen or that you're just going to give up on the goal, then you're doing it wrong. And this is what a lot of people do. They set these big goals for themselves, and then they expect to lose all of the weight in the first month. They expect to make tons of money in their first month. And then when they don't get that evidence, they give up on the goal, and they give up on it so fast because there's no evidence. And so essentially what they're saying is, I'll believe in this goal as long as the first month starts producing evidence right away. And then if it doesn't, I'm out. But what I'm suggesting is, first of all, you set the goal, but second of all, you give yourself time to ramp up the results. And we do that by starting with today and today only. You start by taking action that makes sense based off of what you did yesterday 
that is a reflection on what is possible for you today, and then you keep building the momentum from there. And if you don't get results right away, then I want you to go back to that belief. This is going to be a continuum of you shifting back and forth between belief and action, belief and action. You shift to your belief, and then you start taking the next action. And it's very easy to get confused by this, to set a big goal for yourself and then expect the goal just to start manifesting, to start creating evidence this minute. But the trick is you have to think big, but you have to act small. You have to have this big goal in your mind, but every single day when your feet hit the ground, you need to ask yourself the question, what are the actions that I need to take today that are going to build off yesterday but are also going to take me closer to the goal. So for my impossible revenue goal for this year, I know the goal. I know exactly what it's going to take. I've done the math. I know how many coaching clients I'm going to need. I know how many course sales it's going to take. But when I see those numbers, again, it makes me want to hurl because it's not anywhere close to what I'm doing right now. But I can't focus on that because if I do, I'm just going to start indulging in the overwhelm. Instead, I'm always like, okay, this impossible goal is happening, right? That's the belief part. But then I always ask, what's the next step? And then I do that. And once I do that, I go, okay, what's the next step? And then I do that. Yes, you are going to be working towards an impossible goal, but your daily steps and your daily fails can't be impossible. Those have to be things that you could do and actions that you can take that can move yourself forward. Just because your goal seems impossible does not mean that your daily actions to achieve the goal have to be. And here's the truth. If you just keep taking your next best action, the next thing that you know how to do, the next thing that you know how to figure out, all of those tiny little steps is what leads to the ultimate big step of you accomplishing your goal, okay? So that is how we go out and we create and we hit an impossible goal. You have to set it and know what it is, obviously. Take your realistic goal, up it by 50%. Yes, your brain is going to freak out. Your brain's going to tell you it's not possible. You just need to quiet it and be like, brain, it's fine. No one's in danger here. This is happening. You have to have an unshakable belief in the accomplishment of the goal. There is no downside to believing that it's possible. Who cares if you don't achieve it? Seriously, who cares? Because I believe that you will absolutely end up way farther down the road by setting an impossible goal and missing it than setting a wimpy goal that you know that you can hit that's based on your past experience and knowledge base. And last, you have to know what it's going to take. You have to have a plan to get there, but keep the compound effect in mind. Your contribution towards the goal will probably be more 12 months from now than it is today. Do not set yourself up for failure making a contribution goal in the beginning. You have to have a belief in the goal even when it seems like you're not making progress. You have to take those daily actions. You have to fail your way forward and you just have to take the next step and then the next step and the next. All right. So without further ado, Let me share with you what my 2021 impossible goal is with you. My goal this year is a goal for my business. I don't have an impossible goal with my personal finances. My impossible goal this year is related to my business revenue, which is to create $500,000 worth of revenue this year. (laughs) 
even saying it, I'm just like, yikes. I can't believe I just said that out loud. And here's the funny thing. I want you guys to know this. Before recording this episode, I was thinking about it all day yesterday. And honestly, for a couple hours yesterday, I had convinced myself to come on this podcast and give you guys a different number than what my actual goal was. I was like, well, maybe I'll just go and I'll just say that it's 250000 or it's 300000 Because again, my brain started offering me all this evidence of why it was impossible, why I couldn't do it, why I couldn't make it happen. I started going to what are people going to think if I say this number out loud? What are people going to think if I don't hit the goal? And so no joke, for several hours yesterday, I had convinced myself that I was just going to record this podcast episode and be like, yeah, I'm just going to tell people it's like half of what it is or like 60% of what it is. But then late last night, I was laying there and I was like, what are you doing, Paige? What are you doing? It's like taking a bit of my own advice. By me making that compromise and negotiating with myself of being like, okay, well, I'm only going to tell people it's this, that was already me lacking the belief in my ability to create $500,000 worth of revenue in my business this year. And I want you guys to know that I don't know how I'm going to do it. I honestly have no clue. I know the what, okay? I know what it's going to take. Like I said, I know how many coaching clients and how many courses I'm going to have to sell. I know what it's going to take, but I have no idea how I'm going to make it happen. And so what I've done is I've just taken one month at a time. I'm like, okay, right now I'm only focused on January and I've broken down steps of what I need to do in January. I'm like, listen, this is everything that I need to accomplish in January. I'm not thinking about February. I'm not thinking about August or later in the year. I'm just solely focused on the next 30 days. This is going to be a year for me where I'm literally just taking it one day at a time, but my belief is going to be there with me the entire time. My belief in making this goal happen is strong. I'm going to be writing it down every single day this year. I'm not going to let the fact that I don't know how to create this result stop me. I'm not going to indulge in the I don't know and the overwhelm and the confusion. Like I talked about and I encourage you to do, I'm just going to take the next step after the next step after the next step. I am truly this year going to think big, but I'm going to act small every single day. So that is my impossible money goal for 2021. And I just want to be clear too, in case for those of you who aren't in the business world, which is totally fine, by the way, $500,000 does not mean that that's what I'm going to be earning. Okay. So that's $500,000 of revenue in a business. So in that, there are taxes, there's profit, there's expenses. Yes, I will be paying myself a portion of that. But me growing my business to $500,000 of revenue does not mean that I'm going to be bringing home $500,000 to pay myself. So I just want to make sure that that's clear to everyone. So that is my impossible goal. I've shared mine with you, and I would be so honored to hear what yours is. If you feel so inclined to share yours with mine, you can email me. You can DM me on Instagram at the Purposeful Penny. But I do encourage you guys to set an impossible money goal for this year because when you can think big and when you can set impossible goals for yourself, you hook your future self up, right? And it's the situation where you're just blowing your own mind. You show yourself that when you manage your mind, that you can truly go out and create any result that you want to create, not only with your finances, but just in your life in general. 
So the last thing that I want to make you aware of before we wrap this up is working with me this year to make your impossible goal a reality. So I've talked about private coaching before, but this month in January, I am offering three informational sessions that you can just come and attend and be a fly on the wall to learn more about one-on-one coaching. The first one is actually going to be happening this Thursday, January 7th, 2021 at 6 p.m. Central Time. The second is going to be next week, January 13th. That's a Wednesday. That one's going to be at 4 p.m. Central. And then the last one I'm doing is Friday, January 22nd at noon Central. And again, these are opportunities for you to just come and learn, okay? So I want you to know that you can just come as you are and just be a fly on the wall. It's more of a webinar type presentation, so you're going to be coming and just seeing me talking. No one is going to be able to see you, and you're not going to be able to see any of the other attendees. It's really just going to be you log on and you're going to see me talking. And then there's going to be a Q&A box where you can submit any questions either with your name or anonymously if you choose with any specific questions that you have about working with me this year. But the coaching process is such a magical one because, again, it's working with somebody who you can be honest with about your true desires of what you're wanting to create financially, somebody else that can have that belief in you, that can hold you accountable, but then can also help you develop a plan to accomplish it and to make it a reality. And so, like I say, I am starting working with my 2021 coaching clients. We're going to be working together for the entire year. And so these webinars are going to just answer questions for you about what coaching looks like, what we work on, the results that you can expect, what's included. And then also I share with you the investment that working with me one-on-one costs. So If you have any interest at all, just attend, right? There is absolutely no harm in you simply just coming and learning and being a fly on the wall just to get the information that's going to help you make an informed decision about this year. So the links to register for those are either going to be in the show notes to this podcast or they will be. But also check into my Instagram this week. I am going to be sharing the links all week long. And in addition to that, if you are on my email list, you should have received an email from me yesterday morning on the 4th with all of the links to register for all three of those sessions. So if there's any confusion at all about how to register, the easiest, best is just DM me on Instagram. I stay pretty on top of my DMs, but just come to those sessions, learn, and then decide moving forward if working privately with me in 2021 is something that you want to do this year. All right. I love every single one of you. I truly hope that 2021 is the best year. I hope it's just a year that's filled with growth, with gratitude, with love, and with so much joy. And I cannot wait to see all of you go out and set and hit your impossible money goal for this year. All right. I love you. I will see you next Tuesday. Hey girl, if you enjoyed this episode, I want to invite you to join me in Overcoming Overspending. It's my signature program where I take you through my three-phase approach to stop impulse shopping and overspending so that you can finally start making substantial progress with your finances. 
Through the Self-Paced online program, the student community group, and live weekly coaching with me, you will receive all the encouragement you need to finally achieve lasting change with your money habits that have been sabotaging you for so long. You'll have money back in your pocket. You will leave behind the stress and the worry that you currently experience with money, and your spending will be controlled purposeful and actually feel good and be fun. The best part is it's 100% risk-free. You have a lifetime to implement my proven process. And after doing that, if you don't make your investment back, I will give you a full refund. Your results are guaranteed or the program is on me. Just head over to overcomingoverspending.com to get started. I can't wait to have you as a student within the program.